Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hey, before I get into this topic, let me just share something that I'm sensing for many of you who are listening right now as I pray for the Igniting Hope family and those who listen to my podcasts or Facebook Lives that we do. I'm thinking of John 15. And in John 15, Jesus says, every branch that bears fruit will be pruned. Now, I believe that it's not just God pruning and doing things apart from us, but I believe a lot of the pruning that's done is done through our own wisdom. He directs us to cut back on certain things. Now, what I'm hearing over you, over many of you, is that the Lord is going to increase to you the wisdom to know what to cut back in this season. We can't just keep adding more and more and more and more without pruning some things back. Whether it's commitments, whether it's something we started in the past that's not to be continued, whether it's a lessening of involvement with certain people. Maybe not everybody's going to like it, but there's grace on you to self-prune <laughs> in this season. Another thing I'm hearing, and I really was blessed last week by the podcast, The Culture of Gladness. And in that podcast, I sought to convince you that joy is one-third of the kingdom. And I didn't used to believe that, but now I do. If you didn't listen to that, it's a great, great podcast about joy, about three main verses that have really spoken to me lately. But one thing I want to add to it that is another proof, another evidence, another thing that could be put to the list of why joy is one-third of the kingdom, is this is a power question. Why am I not more joyful now? Why am I not more joyful now? As we press into the answer to that question, we're going to get to the root of bad theology, bad beliefs, etc., some of you might be a good idea right now just to pause this podcast and answer the question. And certainly, there's, we weep with those who weep. There's times of mourning. I understand that. But if we're consistently non-joyful, the question of why will open us up to massive kingdom growth, and it will help us recognize that joy indeed is one-third of the kingdom. Hey, let's get into today's teaching. They are in the grandstands saying this. The heroes of faith are in the spiritual grandstands cheering us on. Listen to Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, 
Let us lay aside every weight. That could be pruning by laying aside every weight. And the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Endurance. This is a marathon, not a sprint. But it says we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. This is Hebrews 12.1 and the faith chapter, Hebrews 11, lists many Old Testament heroes who are included in that cloud of witnesses, in the crowd who's cheering us on. They're, they're, they're in the grandstands, so to speak. What are they saying? Well, let me just tell you what I believe some of them are saying right now. Jehoshaphat, he's saying, prioritize praise even when it looks impossible. Prioritize praise. In 2 Chronicles 20, he put the praisers ahead of the army and the enemy was ambushed. And so he would say, prioritize praise even when it looks impossible. Abraham would say, you don't need to know where you are going or how God is going to do it. Abraham is saying this from the grandson. You don't need to know where you are going or how God is going to do it. If you don't know where you're going, it's okay. Because in Genesis 12, Abram at that time, what his name was, was told to leave Ur and he did not know where he was going. And if you don't know where you're going right now, you don't have a five, ten year vision of what it's going to look like, Abraham would say, it's okay. Just keep moving forward. Abraham would also say, don't use human effort to try to make God's promises happen. Don't use human effort to try to make God's promises happen. He was, he and Sarah concocted a plan of having Abram sleep with Hagar, Sarah's handmaiden, and then Ishmael was born in an effort to help God fulfill the promise. It didn't work out very well. Samson would say this, it's never too late to make your life count. Samson would say this, it's never too late to make your life count. And he wasted his life and with foolish decisions regarding relationship with women. And he had his eyes gouged out. It was looked like he could no longer have any influence because of the mistakes that he made. But in the end, he was a prisoner and he was leaning up against the pillars of the Philistines where they were in that building. And by his strength, he moved the pillars so that many of God's enemies died in that. A great victory for the Lord. And so you may be in a situation where you feel like you've blown it. It's not, there, there's no purpose. No, when we turn our hearts to the Lord, Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good for those who love God and are the called to 
according to his purpose. Philip is saying, don't let your job title limit you. Don't let your job title limit you. Philip was selected as a deacon to wait on tables in Acts 6. But then in Acts 8, he created a revival. He went to Samaria in, in his preaching and his ministry of power caused a revival to bring great joy in the city. Don't let your job title limit you. Just because others may have not recognized what's on you or you have a certain season where you're focusing on one thing and you believe that's what you need to do. I want to let you know God has things way beyond your job description or even how you've labeled yourself. Stephen is saying, don't for forget that there is a home for you in heaven. Don't forget the eternal. Don't forget that the spirit realm is more real than the physical realm. When In Acts 7, when Stephen was stoned, he looked up, he saw the heavens open, and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. He saw into the other realm, and he would tell us, as we seek to live for the Lord, as we seek to be everything that God wants us to be here on planet Earth, as we live with convictions, he would say, don't forget that eternity is real and that the moment you believe in the Lord Jesus, you have eternal life right then. Eternal life has already started. This life is just a vapor compared to what eternity is. And so Stephen is saying from the grandstands, don't forget that there is a home for you in heaven. Gideon is in the grandstands. He's saying, remember, God loves to use people who battle fear who've had bitterness, who've had disappointment and have come from bad families. God loves to use. Don't use those kind of people. Don't let any of those things stop you. Elijah is saying the depression will not last. The depression will not last. 1 Kings 19 Elijah ended up in a cave. He was depressed. He was suicidal, but he didn't stay there. He came out of the cave. Elijah would say, if you're in a sp spiritual cave, in an emotional cave right now, if you're battling depression, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. The woman at the well in John 4 would say, God will surprise you in who he chooses to speak to and to use. God will surprise you in who he chooses to speak to and use. He, she would say to you, the Lord is going to use you and is going to give you experiences with God that are far beyond what you think you're worth. And he's also, God's going to use other people significantly that many would have counted out and counted as disqualified. The demoniac of the Gadarenes is saying unexpected and undeserved breakthrough and deliverance is coming to you.
The demoniac of the Gadarenes is saying unexpected and undeserved breakthrough and deliverance is coming to you. He was demon-possessed. He the, They chained him up. He'd break loose out of chains. He was a wild man, but he didn't know breakthrough was coming. Jesus was on a ship headed his way, and he didn't deserve it. He'd be like the least likely person to have breakthrough come. If he can have breakthrough come, how much more can you and me? Jacob is saying, Jacob is in the stands, and he's saying the most important thing to spiritually wrestle for is a revelation of who God says you really are. Jacob would say the most important thing to spiritually wrestle for is a revelation of who God says you really are. And he wrestled with the angel, Genesis 32. And he kept wrestling. And he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. That's what he said to the angel. And the angel says, yep, your name is no longer going to be Jacob, which means uh, deceiver, but your name is going to be Israel, prince with God. That's who you really are. Jacob would say, don't give up until you get that revelation of who you are. I mean, there's so many more in the grandstands. Moses, David, Ruth, Esther, they'd all have something to say to you. They're in the cloud of witnesses. They're saying you can do it. You've got what it takes. No matter what you're facing, there, there's a solution. There's, some, there's a way to overcome. No matter how late it feels it is, Caleb would say, don't worry. At 85, I was saying, give me my mountain. Moses started his ministry at age 80. <laughs> ah, it was so good. They are in the grandstand saying this. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here, and we are here to ignite your hope. It's our assignment. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. Somebody believes that the future will be better than the present, and they have the power to help make it so. Another definition of hope is that hope is the joyful, confident expectancy that good is coming. We can't be a great influencer and stay pessimistic. Pessimism results from believing lies. Hope results from believing truth. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today is just not a good day to be radically joyful. <laughs> battling personal things, battling relational things, battling bad news in the media, battling maybe disappointment with God, disappointment with people. Battling financial things, health things, whatever it is. We're all battling something. And if you don't feel 
like today's a good day to be joyful, welcome to the club. But now it's our strength. I need strength today. I've got a lot of things going on. I've got a lot of dreams that I'm wanting to get into. I've got a lot of people in my life that I want to be a strength to. And my joy and my culture of gladness is going to be that strength. Just a reminder, June 14th, we're starting our Culture of Empowerment online course for three or four hours a week. That's going to be a radical, powerful course. for We design it for people on the go. If you want to increase your leadership, whether you're in business, family, nonprofit, church, or wherever, teacher, the course I'm doing with my brother Phil Backlund, it's going to be, it's going to be great, and you can find out about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. We're also we've got group plans, so if you've got a group that you know, wants to do it, just let us know. We've got special rates for that. And then remember too, starting in December, we're doing our five-month transformational mind renewal course online. It's incredible. If you like these podcasts and you want to go to the next level in the content that I share, that course is transformational and it's also necessary for those who want to become certified as Igniting Hope Belief Trainers. Hey, God bless you. Looking forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.